Welcome to Dads with Nerdy Ambitions. I'm your host, Steve Pugh, and joining with me always is David Perry. And the reason I'm laughing right now is we were re- we were doing our episode, and I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I will take the L on this one. And didn't realize I w- hadn't recorded. And we went on a great little tangent there. And we, David and I have agreed to reiterate this tangent. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best we can. Uh, I'm so glad I caught it before we like we did the whole episode. Though. I know, oh right? my god! Yeah. I just happened to look and it said recording pause. That doesn't make sense. Um, so, all right, let's start from scratch again. Um, this episode is a very casual one. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what if, and usually we have a guest host. Uh, this time it's just me and David. You know, haven't done one of these in a while. We. We kind of discussed have we actually done one where it's just us two and i'm still not convinced i still think we've always done one but i we've done so many episodes you realize between this and the D episodes we've done over 60 episodes and uh, you've been a part of a good chunk of them too i'd have to go back and check and count but I just appreciate you having me on. Yeah, you've been on. You've been on, I would say, at least. Well, not include including the D&D. I think you've been on at least 20, 25 between that number of them. <laughs> you've been on a good chunk of them. And that was before uh, you became co-host, you know? Right, well, <laughs> who's counting? Whatever. Yeah, right. Um, so, but yeah, because the, the reason I wanted to do this episode is not to be, you know, a, beat a dead horse, but to talk about a little bit about the background of what what if is and because the people have come up to me they're like what's the point of what if why does this matter what's you know the whole point of it and so we'll kind of go in the history of it kind of go over our little you know opinions and some of our favorite moments from the series because the series has wrapped up um and you know just casually talk about it um so, but before we do that, let's let's do our traditional. Uh, David, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I've, not a whole lot, I don't think, since since our last episode. But uh, the rant that I was going on, yes, before let's let's reiterate this rant because right. this is okay. a good tangent. Here's, here, here, here's the rant, and uh, it's October thirteenth, and Christmas has taken over all the stores. And that's just outrageous. Absolutely. I mean, except for costumes, right? Because not everybody has a Halloween costume. I mean, you know, uh, Spirit of Halloween has popped up all over the place. And whether it's in a giant tent or a, the shell of a Toys R Us or some other <laughs> closed store, Spirit of Halloween is out there. And they're still selling fog machines and they're still selling yard decorations and costumes and all that. But if you go to any of the big box stores, if you go to Lowe's, if you go to Home Depot or Walmart or Target or wherever, most of their Halloween stuff is gone and they've already rolled out their Christmas stuff. And some of them started it back in September. That's, and, that's, and that just burns me up. Right. It's let's have one holiday at a time, please. Yeah. And, it, and until Halloween, it's Halloween time. Christmas. Now, like I said, if, if you are, if a hobby stores or the craft stores, you know, if it's AC Moore or Michaels or, or, you know, anything like that, Joanne's, fine 
put your Christmas things out because the, the crafters, the people that are making their own wreaths and their own yard decorations, or they're selling things on Etsy, they need Christmas stuff. I get it. That's yeah, no, I, I, I totally get behind that. And I, I hate, and I, I do, I, I hated it in, in, in November going into target or home depot Lowe's. Uh, if you're in the Midwest, Mike, uh, not Michael's. Oh my God. Uh, Myers. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, or Menards, right? Um, you know, and seeing Christmas decorations, and it's it really does it. It rubs me the wrong way because, I mean, yes, Thanksgiving's a holiday, but it's not really like one of those like money making holidays. It right. is what it is, and I get it. But right. and it's 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 always been in my family where like no Christmas songs, no nothing's done before uh thanksgiving after thanksgiving it's yes. fair game and with the exception of last year because 2020 sucked so i said you right. know to my wife hey do whatever you want after halloween right and i mean I, I i can kind of get behind putting putting christmas stores and other things starting to put their christmas stuff out veterans day um you know disney uh disney and a lot of those places the destinations they start putting their christmas things out um mid-november you know disney had they had the mickey's not so scary halloween party i think that started back in august um but yeah but i would just just why why now let's have one holiday at a time let's here's here's my only thing that i could think in their defense for why they're putting it out so early is they're trying to cash grab now as, as soon as they no, excuse me as soon as they possibly can because of last year and well, that's 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 my i i again i'm not defending them because to hell with them it, it it i hate that they're doing it this early but that would be my only thing that i could think that they would well remotely justify it disney has traditionally started putting their christmas stuff out in november and some of it's because people travel for holidays and disney mm -hmm. has also become one of those vacations that it used to be that a family of four could afford to go to Disney once a year. And now they've kind of priced that out. So people that go, if they go around the holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or new year's, they want to see all this stuff and they want mm. to see the giant, the gingerbread house of the grand Floridian, or they want to see all the, the ornaments out um, uh, at Epcot for Christmas around the world or whatever it is that they do. I I'm kind of okay with that, but like at our house, I mean, I, Last year, because of COVID, last year was a little bit different. But for mm. the most part, uh, I don't put we don't put decorations up till Thanksgiving Day. Sometimes, if if we're not having Thanksgiving at our house, if not, it's always the day after. Um, although I'll, I'll also tell you that if if the weather's nice, and you know in mid mid November, if I have a nice weekend, that's the weekend when I'm putting lights on the roof. Yeah, because... and, I, and I get that because you you're you live in West Virginia, which is like right. all mountainous terrain. So like right. A storm gets caught in those mountains that's it's there for a good minute right well you know we've had snow we've had snow here very infrequently but we've had snow as early as you know early november mm. um or it'll it could get cold or it could rain you know and we've got a metal roof and i do not get on the metal roof if it's even remotely wet uh because you will slide right off mm. um so if i have a nice if i have a nice weekend i'll go ahead and put the lights up i'll turn them on just to see which ones need to be replaced and which ones work but after mm. that the, the timer doesn't they don't go on the timer till the day after thanksgiving um you know and then usually by new year's weekend we've taken everything down 
but yeah, but just to go be, just to go to the stores and and not see a whole lot of Halloween decorations out in early October is just ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, now I I will I have not yet heard Christmas music. I mean, I, you know, and I know Whamageddon doesn't start until December one, but I fully expect to hear Last Christmas, you know, in the store any any time now. I mean, it's it's just oh, it's it's that's... absurd. I'm I'm so glad I haven't actually gone to a store anytime <laughs> soon, right? Because I would probably just flip. And I know I've already told the joke, but I'm going to say it again. And uh, you know what? I don't even know if it's actually a joke. I think I'm starting to actually legitimately believe we should do this is as Halloween in October, we need to start fighting back and need to like, I feel like November is like no man's land and we just need to start taking over November Sure. And hanging up Halloween, keeping our Halloween decorations until like the week of Thanksgiving. Like, sure, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I'm, I'm well, gonna... you know, I know a lot of people now who start celebrating Halloween in September. Yeah. You know, at Labor Day, Labor Day weekend, their Halloween stuff is going up, and they're like, "Yep, sixty days Halloween." I I really haven't had a chance. I didn't put up a lot of decorations this year, just because I've been mm-hmm. stupid busy with like everything, right. and. And but last year I did a bunch of stuff. However, I have like my pumpkins up. I have uh, a skeleton sitting on my chair. The kids mm-hmm. call the, the the twins call him Frank because they're like they they said they, they look at me and they're like I'm Liam and Isaac, Daddy, who's that? And I'm like, oh, Frank. And they're like Frank. <laughs> so right. like they just right. call him. Like I said, skeleton a few times, and they just like kind of looked at me. I'm like, I don't know, it's Frank. And so that's Frank the skeleton, and so he will forever be dubbed Frank. Uh, I, well, I showed you know, the picture of my booty pumpkin, right? Yes. It it's it it decayed. It didn't last. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, well, you know, we we put skeletons on the house. Yeah, um, which are awesome. We got we got some on sale. I don't know if they were on sale, but we ordered some. They were like thirty bucks for a five foot mm. skeleton. You know, the eyes don't light up, but it's it's good articulation. So I got some clips that clip to the siding and I tied them with zip ties to the house. None of them have blown over yet. So I'm very happy about that. We've got a, uh, one big inflatable uh, in the yard. Um, and then for trick or treat, usually we have, we get together with our neighbors. Sometimes that's the only conversation I have with our neighbors. Um, but I bought a fog machine a few years ago at Spirit, Spirit of Halloween. Um, and so we, we've rigged that into a cauldron. So it blows smoke into the cauldron. And, uh, nice. and that's usually a big hit. Nice. Um, oh, speaking of neighbors, before I forget about this, um, I was actually talking to my next door neighbor. Uh, he was because we were talking about Halloween and dressing up and everything. He's like, oh, is Halloween your, is your thing? And I'm like, dude, Halloween is so my thing. I've dressed. I've quite literally dressed up every year, even when I was active duty in the Navy out at sea. I dressed up. I dressed up in Scotland and, and then okay. they don't celebrate it there, really. And they were kind of looking at me like what's going on I'm like it's halloween oh yeah that's an american holiday <laughs> and that do you know how much of a culture shock that was when i realized halloween isn't like an american holiday right like i just automatically assumed that was a holiday right. like i mean I, I get like fourth of july yeah that's totally an american holiday and right. that makes sense however halloween just it blows my mind that it's not and maybe now it's more cultural but you know 10 years ago I'm getting old, dude. Uh, it really wasn't. And so it, it just, it blew my mind, but he, it, he was uh, talking about how they're, you know, they're doing their costumes. I think he said they're doing farmers and everything. And there's like, Oh yeah, we all wanted to be like 
Loki variants and everything. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. You totally should have done that. It's such a cheap costume. And I was telling him about you and everything. And he goes, yeah, I don't know. And then he was telling me how he's really into Power Rangers. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just came up with the perfect costume for you. He goes, what's up? You get you a Green Ranger costume. You get one of the cheaper masks and everything. You mm -hmm. get 3D printed golden horns. You put that on yep. the, the and you take the knife thing that uh, the Green Ranger, you know, plays flute right. thing, and you turn that into a Loki staff. I'm like, tell me that's not a dope Loki variant costume. The Green Ranger Loki. Right. And yeah. you should have seen his eyes light up when I told him that. He's like, oh, my God. I'm like, dude, nerd. <laughs> This right. is what we do. And I said, I know so many cosplayers. If all I have to do is go, okay, Loki, Green Ranger, go, what can you come up with? And it, it shoot, it would be so much fun. Like in the fact that he has, because he has two, you know, he has a very little baby. I don't know, I want to say he's like five months old at the most. And his, an older one that's about, uh, just tur actually turned two. So he's about two and a half. So and him and his wife, they could all be different Power Rangers and they could all be Loki variants if they wanted to. Right. Well, you, you know, family costumes are great, you know, I and and, um, and you're right. A lot of a, a lot of folks are overseas. Canadians are usually better about it. But a lot of folks overseas are like, do Americans really celebrate Halloween for a month? <laughs> is it really a thing? It really you know? is a thing. Yeah. I, I, and that's right. We have an international audience. So I, I should totally be, we should totally be answering these questions. Yeah. No, Americans really do celebrate Halloween. For, I would, I would celebrate it if they said, Hey, you get all of fall. Oh my God. I, in a heartbeat. Right. It, you know, and you know, other questions are, does candy corn really suck? Yes. Yes. Um, you know, do, <laughs> do people really, it, it's the one day a year when, when you can go around and collect candy from strangers. <laughs> um, do, do people give out edibles in their can in their Halloween candy? No. Um, you know, cause you know, there's always that rumor going around that, Oh, check your kid's candy. Cause somebody might put edibles in it. No, 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 no one who has edibles is putting it in <laughs> is giving it away for free at Halloween. No, no, I will say this. However, I was convinced last year or not last year, but the year before that my son did get an edible because it, <laughs> no, and it's real. Here's the reason why. I never, because I've never believed into any like the, the razor blades or poison, whatever, all that right. stuff. No, but it was a single small gummy bear in a single sealed plastic bag. And I'm like, if it had been any other kind of thing, I would have been, wouldn't have bat an eye at it. But, so, but I legitimately like, and it wasn't even look, didn't even look like a good gummy bear. Like it looked right. weird. Like it's, it wasn't okay. a proper made one. And I was like, so did you take it to test it? I, <laughs> I called up my brother-in-law, who's a detective. And I was like, dude, is this an edible? Like, and he's laughing at me at how like, you know, vanilla I am in a goody goody. <laughs> like, I'm like, is, is this the devil's food or something? This is the, this is, oh, and <laughs> it was, he's like, there's only one way to find out. And I'm like, no, not going to risk it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not playing that game. Yeah, try, try, uh, I was try it and wait an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What, what are the oh the other questions we get from international people are do people do group cosplays? Yes. Yes. Couples cosplays. Yes. Yes. Is the there time. a dad tax on candy? Yes. yes. Oh, there and, isn't a um, no, there isn't a dad tax. There is dad is going trick-or-treating. Like dad is kid. Right. Like I go trick-or-treating hardcore. Right. Uh do kids, do teenagers who don't dress up get candy? 
No. Yes. Uh, yes. You give them candy? Yes. I, I, anybody who comes to my house will get candy. And, but I have a scale for it. And usually what we do, this is what we do. We, we have, okay. a, we have, a, we have a, a, a bowl of good candy, which uh. is like the Snickers and the M&Ms and the Milky Ways and the Reese's, Reese's. That goes in this bowl. Uh. And then we have a bowl of what I call the crappy candy. And the crappy candy is the hard candy, the candy corn, nerds, stuff that I would take to work to disappear. Ooh, the are you that person that gives that waxy black, you know, the black and orange waxy butterscotch, whatever things. That's yes. Like, I, 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 oh. I, I, I buy that. Like, like I said, we, we usually buy one box, one, a couple of bags of the good candy. And then we have a, a couple of bags of just the bulk, you know, the, the 800 pieces for $7 or whatever. So when you come to our house, uh-huh. If you are a teenage kid who didn't bother to dress up, or if you are the adult who's pushing the toddler in a stroller because you know that six-month-old is not eating the Snickers, <laughs> everybody everybody who comes by to trick or treat gets candy. Just that's okay. just how it goes because okay. because we're we're a giving family like that, right? All right. Now, if you come and you're in a really good costume, you might get a handful from each bowl, or you might get a couple pieces from each bowl. If you come and you're dressed as Batman and I say, do the voice and you go, hey, I'm Batman. You get some more candy. If you come with, if you're Anna and Elsa and you belt out a couple of bars of, do you want to build a snowman? You get a lot of good candy. You get candy from each ball. So, so the, the better your costume is and the more you're into character, the more candy you get. Okay. And I always tell people that there, I have a standing offer. That if you that if you or your friends come to my house and you drop the operatic section of Bohemian Rhapsody, I will just give you all the candy that I have. No one's ever collected on that. I, I'll get a couple of friends. I'm coming to West Virginia. <laughs> dude, like, oh my God, Bohemian Rhapsody. What? Oh, but, all day. But, that, but but see if because like I said, because we're all about we're all about Halloween. We're all about uh, doing that. And if if that's what kids want to do, if if kids are you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, and they want to walk around the neighborhood with a pumpkin or a pillowcase and, and trick or treat, keep doing it. I know I, where you I are. I that. know what you're up to. I, I will say this. I don't think I've ever actually had anybody not come in costume. But that was always my rule. I'm like, I'm like, come on, dude, at least throw a sheet on your uh, over you and be like, I'm a ghost. I, I, I appreciate effort. Uh, and yeah. even if the only effort is walking down the street. Now, what we did last year because of COVID yeah. was we didn't have our bowls of candy out. What we did was we went, we bought some, we bought some bags and some of the neighbors, we all got together and pooled our candy and we put bags together and um, each bag had probably eight or 10 pieces of candy in it. Yeah. We said, and, and, and then what we did was we set up out, we usually set up out in one of the neighbors. We live in a cul-de-sac. We usually set up in somebody's driveway. And last year I bought a Halloween tree from big lots and the tree has a motor in it and it spins around and it makes noise and all this other stuff. So we, we hung bags off, hung these bags off the tree so that in a no contact world of what we were living in last Halloween because of COVID uh, as kids would come by, you know, we had the cauldron with the smoke machine in it. And so it had smoke and we had a couple other things out. Um, we also usually have a cooler behind the table 
Mm. And for the parents who are accompanying their kids, they might get a bottle of water or uh, some Chardonnay or a beer out of the cooler. There's a teacher. <laughs> I don't want to say teacher because I don't want to get. And, and so kids could come and, and they would take the they would take the candy off the tree. And as yeah. you know, as the tree depleted, we put more candy up. Um, so that's what we did last year. We'll probably do something like that again this year. Yeah. Um, there was a lady around my house near my house. She gives out a. Uh, mold wine warm mold wine it was the first time i ever had it like we went trick-or-treating and they're like you want some wine i'm like what and i'm like yeah kids get candy adults get mold wine and i'm like oh you you know what's also really good what up is because and we we would also do this we'd give you that option but we have we have a my wife would take a crock pot Uh and you fill the crock pot with apple juice Uh And then you go get some Red Hots. We like Red Hots, but you could do this with hot tamales or any other hard candy, cinnamon. See, Red Hots is totally a Southern thing. It's totally a Southern thing. So you dissolve those in the apple juice and then you heat it up. And so then you have this cinnamon apple cider that's there. And then if you want, maybe you add some Fireball or maybe you add some rum or you add something to your 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 cup as you scoop out so if not every if everybody doesn't drink but you know yeah. you could do this at a halloween party and you could yeah. add you, know, you could add uh, if you have a, depending on the size of your crock pot add you know half a liter half a liter of fireball or half a liter of, of some other okay the liqueur of your choice that would go with apple juice and cinnamon and All that's right. really good uh to have number okay. one if it's really cold on halloween night it'll keep you warm (laughs) whether it's just from the warm apple juice or the liquor Mm -hmm. uh but but that's something that that we that you know we usually also have available uh for trick-or-treaters for their parents um so um that's awesome that's i love halloween uh i actually so i posted up on facebook obviously and i got my my composite effects incorporated mask Mm -hmm. yesterday Literally, as soon as I got home from work, I went and ran to see it. Like the hell with the kids, the hell with my wife. Right. right. I want to see my mask. Uh, no, I waited till everybody was down and, and sleep and everything. And I say, have I, your kids seen you in this thing yet? Oh yeah, actually, fun fact. Before I get into it, so, uh, so yeah, uh, pulled it out, tried it on, absolutely love it. Uh, today I was off. So okay. I edit our episode because this has been a very busy sat since Saturday and today is Wednesday. I have been very active and busy in the nerdy world. Uh, Good. We did our nerd. We did our DNA or the, the, the D and D episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, I edited them. Um, I painted a bunch of miniatures for you. Okay. Uh, which, you know, you, they're coming your way next week because you know, you needed some okay. miniatures and um. Uh, so yeah, I got my mask. And so today, because I was off, you know, I typically I take the twins for a walk while, you know, because mm-hmm. Ethan's at school and everything. Um, and they were, they were looking at their costumes. They're like, dragon, dragon, dragon. I'm like, you guys want to dress up as dragons? You got it, buddy. We'll dress sure. up as dragons. So I put them in, in their dragon costumes and uh, got them in. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm dressing up as mine. And they've seen the mask. So what I did, I, I tried it on one time to see how they reacted. Uh, one of the twins, Liam, he's got balls of steel. He just looked and he goes, Hey dad. And right, he's like, good. He's like, cool. And the other one's like, Ooh, stranger danger. I don't know if right, I like right. it. So I took it off, let them play with it. Totally cool with it. They saw me put it back on. 
and they were totally fine with it and they were laughing they think it's awesome and so i just put on my dna like blue shirt and got on my one wheel because that's how i pull them in the wagon uh, I don't know if you've ever pulled a kid, but in a wagon, but they're kind of heavy, let right. alone pulling two right. for like three mile walk is just ridiculous. So I get on my one wheel. So, and so it's just, and just ride around. So we're rocking our costumes and I've got my helmet on actually over my mask. Uh-huh. It's, okay. That's how good it is. Right. Like I can fit safety equipment over this stuff and be absolutely fine. And we're riding around town and I'm hoping people post up pictures on like the Southington <laughs> talks of us riding around because there's people looking at us waving and going, Oh my God, that's so cool. Right. Right. And okay. we had a blast. We did. We had a blast. Um, I've got to give uh, composite effects so much props on this mask. Like it, it literally molds to your skin. It, it forms around it. Uh, my visuals were pretty good. Uh, the only thing I couldn't really breathe out of my nose, but okay. I'm also, it's a snake mask. So, you know, you really don't have like nostrils. Uh, I could hear really well. The ear holes were phenomenal. Okay. Um, I did have to put on some eyeshadow and everything. Right. I've discovered I do not have the skills to do my own eyeliner and everything. I'm not that good. So yet, my wife is yet. going to have to help me out yet, yet <laughs> give me time. Um, right. It was so much fun to wear. So when when you put this mask on, yeah. does it does it have a zipper or something in the back? No, or does it, it just is stretch compl- over your, your chin. It's silicone, I believe, is what it is. Okay. It's, it's a silicone mold. Um, you have to put your hands in, and I'm I'm doing the visuals, but like no, obviously people can't see. Uh, you have to do them like straight, and you have to put it up into the mask and kind of stretch it over, and okay. then you go over the back and then over your your chin. And you do the okay. reverse when you're taking it off. And they, when they ship it to you, they actually come with a styrofoam head. Of okay. basically, if you get a a, a masculine mask, right. it has a diff, typical different shape, and there's a body mold styrofoam for that. And if you get a feminine, more feminine mask, there is a female styrofoam shape under that to help complement and keep the molding it's as like, much as like possible. Like the wig contour head, right? Yes, kind of like okay. that. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. Uh, and they and they come with a sheet that comes with a little sheet that says, hey, uh, this is the stuff we recommend that you use when wearing it. Like they say, put on some baby powder. Right. And the mold, mm-hmm. put on baby powder. And when you're, here's how to properly clean it. If you get the gloves, don't try to put it in a glove hand. You're going to destroy it. Get right. a, get a, uh, the foam noodles. Uh, if you right. don't want to ever wear it and you want to just to have it on display, here's the things we recommend. They give you so much. They don't set you up for failure. So, and so do you put a skull cap on too, or do you just put the baby no, powder on? Uh, th- I will say this next time I put it on, I am shaving. Um, okay. Yeah. Which is uh, another thing I actually wanted to talk to you about. Uh, not that you really grow facial hair. I don't know if you can do it at work. Are you, uh, you can grow facial hair at your business, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you want to yes. do, uh, do you want to do no shave November together? No. no. Oh, come on. Do it with me. Why do uh, you, don't, <laughs> you don't grow? I don't, I don't do facial hair. You, what do you mean you don't do facial hair? It grows in splotchy. Is it bad? Is it that bad? Yes. Oh. And I think it's gross. <laughs> yeah. I I just love how serious it like you are usually the most relaxed person when it comes to anything. And this is like the, the one thing that I found. Like I just insulted your mother, sort of like, like no, 
No, absolutely not. No, we don't talk no, about that. No, no chance. No, I, I, I just, I never have. I mean, it's, it's, it's. I just do not you have, have a, a lot of. No. Wow. Really? Wow. I'm that shocked. Awful. <laughs> I want to see it now so bad. What would it take you? What would it take to get you to do No Shave November? Or at least for have, you, mustache, mustache. There would, have to, there would have to be a lot of money and a lot of zeros. <laughs> my, like, my wife has been trying to talk me into, you know, doing some kind of either mustache just, or just, just, the, do a mustache. just do a mustache yeah. for for charity. Do it for charity. Come on. <laughs> when, when I cut this quarantine haircut, when I cut my quarantine hair off, eventually that's going to go to wigs for kids or, or one of those okay. charities. That's that's the extent of, of my hair related. Charity. You're like, I do enough charities as it is. I, right. I, I draw the line at mustaches. Like, <laughs> I, absolutely not. Yeah, no, but, but but my employer, my you know, we have a very loose dress code, you know, ba- right. and the deal I have with my wife with my hair is as long as it's reasonably neat and reasonably clean. Uh, you know it's it's don't ever give me your wife's information because i will try to get her to convince like we'll team up on you i i will get everybody in the the mmcc to team up on you to get you to grow a mustache like i don't even care about the rest it doesn't have to be a goat like you can either be like a soul patch or a mustache i just want one or the other good good luck with that because she we've been married for 20 we've known each other for 25 years and she's not been able to make that happen (laughs) um (laughs) all right well you're a bum uh, yeah, but no. I am going to be doing that. Uh, I'm actually okay. going to do the, I do my whole head and everything, which right. I don't really keep my hair anyways, but uh, I'm, I've just been lazy, but uh, come Halloween because yeah, I definitely need to shave because you can feel the difference right. in the mask where mm-hmm. like my hair scrumping up on my mouth and I can see that. Yeah. It's, but it's so good. And it's the, like, there is almost a little bit of like the, the Batman cowl, like stiffness to the neck because right. like i'm i i discovered myself looking up and down not just bending my head a little bit but i i like it i like the mask now the the, the sizing on it it do it does have, have use... a distance it does give it when you look in your ordering it does have all that information like okay what they recommend. Cause, well because do you, i mean like around the eyes do you have to use like a latex um glue or something to keep like the, the no. eyes and the ears from bulging out okay no oh, that's good like I was yeah that's what I was so thoroughly like impressed with it is when I put it on it suctioned and so I had to grab different pieces and move it I had to adjust it and get it to where it was proper um it the way this one is designed it does push a little bit more on my eyes and okay it, it it does give me I will say snakier eyes uh okay there's different masks and i'm and when i interviewed them they told me like some of them have better visibility than others and so i took that in consideration when i was looking at what mask i wanted and so because because like when they do like in a movie like if you were going to be on star trek as a ferengi or you Mm. know any of these others you know usually what they will do is they'll make a cast of the the actor's face and then they'll make a mask just for them, whether mm. it's, you know, Worf in his headpiece or, or whatever. Uh, so in this case, they didn't, you didn't have to get a scan no. of your head. Now you can do custom stuff with them. Like okay. they, they are stupid open to any ideas. Okay. Um, even the Viper mask that I got, because I went very vanilla. Um, right. I was like, okay, if I'm going to pick a mask, 
I want something that I can utilize for multiple things. So I can use this as a Yanti. I can use this as an alien. I can use this for D&D. I can use it in multiple things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get, I can even be a, some type of alien Jedi, snake Jedi. I'm sure there's something out there. Navigator first class Greg. I can do that too. Yeah. The last Starfighter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's so to be Alex Rogan. Oh, that would be epic. That would All be awesome. Needs a flannel shirt and goofy hair. <laughs> it's See? not that hard. Um, but there's reading Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different options with that one, and that's why I went with it. Sure. Okay. Um, good. But it's. Uh, where was I going? Oh, there, there, there are a ton of options. There's some of them I were looking at. They had less visibility. Mm -hmm. um, but I, like I said, I wanted something very vanilla to where I could go. I can get the most bang for right. my, you know, buck, yes. if you will. Um, and yeah, no, I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, what's Did you get the gloves too? No, I didn't go do gloves. So what I'm doing, I actually uh, found on Amazon. Uh, there are some like spandex is it's a brown tan spandex gloves they didn't okay. have they have reptile ones but they didn't have ones that i felt like would go properly in my right. opinion right now with this the, with these and honestly i don't know how i feel personally wearing these wearing the gloves because it's silicone and right. it's you're going to be grabbing stuff and i feel like in all honesty you're probably going to wear the hell out of those gloves and for the price of like five, six hundred dollars, I don't see that now personally for me. Now for me, that's not worth it because I know I would yes. destroy those gloves. They now the 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 material it's made of has a like a life expectancy of about 20 years, which is impressive. However, I feel like your gloves, depending on how you actively you are with them, you might get like maybe five. Right. Well, and the, and the other thing also you have to consider when when you're building any costume, yeah. th there's a list of things that you need to make sure that you can do in your costume, yeah. especially if, if you're like me and you go to events and you don't know if you're going to have a handler or not. Yeah. And one of the most important things you need to know whether you can do in your costume or not is whether you can go to the bathroom yeah. and whether you can answer your phone. And if you, you can't, definitely can't do, with those, and if you um, can't do those in your costume, you need to find a way to be able to do those unless you know 100% for sure that when you're in that costume, you will have a handler whose sole job is to follow you around. And, um, and in, in a lot of cases with, you know, even with smartphones, you know, if you're, if you're in a silicone, if you're wearing silicone gloves, you know, that aren't reactive to touch screens, you know, it, if there's an emergency, you can't make a call, you can't receive a call, you can't make or receive text messages or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's just always a good idea, you know, just to make sure that when, when you're out by, out at an event, yeah. that that you always have either someone with you or that you know that you can do everything that you would need to do yourself. Like I said, it's it's can you pee? Can you poop? Can you eat? Can you can you uh, get to your wallet? Can you you know just just a short list of things that you need to be able to, to do any everyday functions. Can you walk up and down stairs? Yeah. Um, which in your mask isn't an issue, no. but you know, that's just something that, that the more you cosplay, oh, yeah. and and the more you I, I will events. say nine out of 10 of those things I can do. Like I can mm -hmm. eat in it. I probably right. wouldn't. Um, right. I, if I am, it's going to be liquidy stuff. Yes. Um, but no, it's it's a good mask. Good. Um, it, it it looks it looks good. I was checking out their website 
when you sent me the link, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah. So they look like they do good work. Now, you know, that's the thing. You, you, you always pay for good work, but good work is worth it. Oh, it's totally like they are pricey. No doubt about it. Um, they do work with you. Um, I say, I say they are totally worth their money. Good. Like as a, it's now I can definitely vouch for it. Um, but yeah, other than that, let's see. Uh, painted up. I painted a again because I painted five miniatures uh, this week too, Good. which was really nice. I, I most of them were yours, but it was uh, it was fine. It was nice getting back into painting because I actually haven't done it in a while. I've been in a funk about not painting, okay. and so as legitimately the second I got your miniatures, I was like, you know what? I'm going styles downstairs. I primed them, and that night. I started and I finished the first one. And then the okay. next day I popped out two more, which was one of yours. And then a door for the guy, my monsters and mailman. And then the last two were your elf okay. wizard one. And well, I, one. I appreciate you doing that. I mean, the oh. pictures, are, they look great. So yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think I, I want to say that's it, except I've been watching a lot of stuff because comic-con, uh, for new york city mm -hmm. is is uh commenced right now yes i believe so it's yes. over yes yeah yeah just finished up that's what i meant um yeah it's it's finished because it started on my anniversary <laughs> um which i i did i tell you i think i have the best wife ever okay all right so because i she asked me she goes why aren't you going to comic-con in new york and I said, well, it starts well, October 7th was day one. That's that's my anniversary. I was like, because it's our anniversary weekend. Right. And she goes, and we're going to a wedding. And she goes, and <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> First, either A, she's cheating on me or B, she's freaking awesome. Right. So like, I was like, all right. If, if, if you're having an affair and this is the best way you want to get me out, like, hey, Steve, go to Comic-Con. All right. Uh, well, see, <laughs> see now, now that you know that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Next year. Totally going to happen. <laughs> so. Um, but next year, if you tell her, hey, for our anniversary, let's go to New York City. Oh, yeah. No, shoot. Dude, so here's the thing, because we went to that wet. That's the other thing. It has been a very nerdy event for me. This wasn't supposed to be Good. this long of a tangent. That's uh, all right. uh, we went to the we had we went to the Ren Fair wedding and mm -hmm. we had it. I was going to have I knew I was going to have a decent time. A good, you know, I because I get right. to cosplay. Uh, everybody, my my sister-in-law, uh, my wife. They they had this amazing time dressing up and the they loved how they're eating the just like the everything about it, and they go is this what rent fairs are like and I'm like this is a good stepping stone for what a rent fair is. There's lots right. of food, there's lots yeah. of party. It's it's very festive, very upbeat, very happy go lucky. Uh, there's jousting, there's theatrics, there's so much that goes into it, and right. they they're like. We want to start doing rent fairs. Unfortunately, sure. we're at the end of rent fair season. So it's like there, there is one that's going on right now. And I think it's, it has a couple more weekends, but it's okay. a three hour drive to go to it from right. where we are right now. And it's as much as I would love to planning it in the, this short of a notice, it's, it's probably not going to happen. So, right. but there's again, there's next year. This, this is all I go. Okay. Well, now we know 
that they definitely are into it and we can plan for the next year. Um, right. So because the, the new, what, do you know when the New York rent fair runs? Is that uh, the one you're talking about? No, Massachusetts. Uh, the Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, it's the, the King Richards Renaissance Fair because there's the Connecticut one. There's a King Richards. There's a New York. Uh, I know Columbus, Ohio has a big one. There's one up Midsummer Gardens. I think it's up around Chicago has a really awesome one like freaking there's amazing. one um i was in i was in this is 2017 i was in baltimore uh doing training with with my job and there was the pennsylvania ren fair which is which was north of baltimore it was like an hour and a half north of baltimore so it might be there's kind an of an hour west in- of philadelphia there's one in Bolt or uh, in Maryland because the Maryland Ren the Maryland Ren Fair is really nuts. Nice. That's I, the I one I used who, to go to when I was a okay. kid. I, I, have, a, I have friends who some of them work there and a lot of them frequent uh, frequent that that one. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm stoked. I like it, it's it's really really nice to see how much nerd culture is in now. Like people are a lot more comfortable around for it. Um, and I honestly, I, I'm not a huge fan of them, but I got to give them credit where credit is due. Uh, critical role has definitely broken the mold for a lot of stereotypes and made nerd culture, pop culture. And I honestly don't feel like I would have been able to do this without them and Marvel very much breaking those molds and the fandoms for us, because I, I agree. I th- I think, you know, and a lot of people don't like to admit this and a lot of nerds don't like the show, but the Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, no, had, absolutely. Had I, tremendous I totally influence. That. It had yeah. tremendous influence in, in bringing, bringing nerdy things and th- things that were stereotypically nerdy into mainstream culture. And, yeah. and even like a show like How I Met Your Mother. There were a lot of Star Wars references there on How I Met Your Mother. Star Wars references. And that 70s show. And but the, but the one that really brought it in to me was Big Bang Theory. Now, I have also I also have a lot of problems with the Big Bang Theory um, because I think it depicts people very stereotypically or it or did early on. And, and later on, it kind of the characterizations uh, branched out a little bit and they, the characters developed some depth. But, you know, for the most part, they tried to get the science right. They tried to get the references right. Um, and even though, you know, you, you, when you read about, when you read Jim Parsons, when he says, oh, I'd never seen a Lord of the Rings movie, you know, but he delivered the lines and you believed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, and you're right. And Critical Role has also done, brought a lot of people into Dungeons and Dragons who, who, uh, who might not have been there before. Joe, Man- Joe Manginello also plays, I don't think he has a podcast, but there are a lot of folks, you know. Conan, oh yeah, we, we went on this whole tangent because uh, like Conan Steve, O'Brien, Stephen Colbert, Colbert Deborah Ann Wall, the actress, Vin Diesel, they Rob all, Williams, all big D players. So, yeah, yeah. there's so many uh, so, yeah, 40k you're, you're nerdy right. players, man. It's it's yes. great, and, and that's and that's why I I think that's why I love this stuff. Is that like it's now that those stereotypes are? I mean, the stereotypes exist for a reason. <laughs> They're very much a thing. However, it's it's always nice, and that's why I, I love doing the monsters and mailman because it's breaking those boundaries and for people to get into it a little bit more. Um, but let's go ahead and after this wonderful tangent, cause this was a great tangent. 
Um, let's get into our subject of the night. Um, what if? So what if has actually been around for a while. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it started in 1977. Uh, the first issue, I believe, was what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Did you ever read that issue? No. No. Now, I, I know you you were a little bit of a comic book collector. And was that was what if ever your cup of tea? <laughs> Not really. Um, I, I collect. You're just all sorts of negatives tonight, aren't you? You uh, won't grow a mustache. You won't read. <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't read. What if? It's just uh, I found the. Okay, so the premise of the what if comics was they would take one event in whatever happened, yep. usually in some some past character, and they would say, "Well, what if something changed? What if somebody made a different choice?" What if there was a different outcome of a battle or something like that? And then for the rest of the issue, they would go on and they would, they would take that out to its logical extreme. And sometimes the world was a better place and sometimes the world was not a better place at the end of it. But it was always designed to be a one shot. Mm. Um, the only what if comic that I actually paid money for was what if Wolverine had killed the Hulk? Do you still because, own that one? Yes, it's, I have it in a box somewhere. Nice. Um, but it's the, because a lot of, a lot of people don't know this about Wolverine, but Wolverine started out as, a, as he was a, he was a villain and he popped up and I think he, he was an antagonist for the Hulk. He and was. then, yep. and you know, and then after that, he goes on and joins the X-Men and becomes the most popular of the X-Men historically. Um, but the, the, what if as a as a as a franchise that's what it was it was always designed to be a one shot and i primarily i collected most of the x titles beginning with the executioner song in the early 90s up through the age of apocalypse in about 1997 98 um i also in the 80s i collected gi joe and the transformers too nice. um but what if was never really my thing because it what like i said my primary focus the things that i the titles i read the most were x the x comics um and so they would but what if would bring in like you were talking about it would bring in spider-man it bring in the fantastic four it bring in ghost rider it would bring in you know a, a lot of these other characters that i just i didn't have any interest in and so i thought well why would i why would i pay money for a title if I, if I don't, if you don't know the backstory, the what if really doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And they, they were always now I know the show. It's most of the things are very, very subtle little changes for the most part. And it's just and it's to emphasize the butterfly effect. Yes. However, in the comics, at least especially during the early earlier issues, it was extreme things. It wasn't subtle little things. It wasn't like, what if Magneto took a left instead of a right? It was like you were saying, what if Xavier died? Right. And, you know, what would happen? Um, the, the Actually, the very first one I ever got into um, was, and because I'm a Deadpool guy, was mm -hmm. what if Venom possessed Deadpool? Okay. And it was it was it was good. It was all right. I right. mean, it's it was Deadpool, it was goofy. Um, I never took it seriously. 
even for like Deadpool issues. Um, I, but I, I'm a huge fan. Like I love like my, my, my soups are Venom, Dr. Strange, uh, Deadpool. So I've been very lucky in the Marvel universe and Moon Knight who is now coming out with stuff. And then like my villains have always been like Taskmaster, Carnage, Dormammu. Okay. And so those are my guys. And so I've been very lucky with my stuff that has come out. And so when I saw two of my things, I was like, oh, this will be cool. And it was it was Deadpool goofy. Wasn't really too much. But yeah, they were mostly these were just one offs. Yes, there are now. Like I said, I believe the uh, Sharon Carter or Agent Carter. um, Captain America actually does have a comic book series but i don't quote me completely on that okay. i actually think she did get a comic book series um i know it has like the show itself um because it has wrapped up mm-hmm. um is this a spoiler what, alert yes, okay spoiler yeah let's let's give our like hey we are going to talk about if you haven't figured out past our tangent if our 30 minute tangent wasn't enough of a window for you to stop <laughs> listening at the, you know yeah. what the hell with your spoiler alert because legitimately <laughs> we went on a tangent if at this point you haven't said hey you know what i should probably stop listening because i don't want to i haven't finished what if no you <laughs> yeah. deserve to get it spoiled at this That's point right. i i'm putting my foot <laughs> down on this one <laughs> um that's fair so what were your thoughts on it uh i mean i liked it i mean i I like the general premise of what if, mm. and it, because it's also as a history major, you know, mm. cause I, I, I have two degrees in history. That's one of the things that, that is always fun about history as a thought experiment. What if, what we call it iffy history mm. and what if this happened? And some people make a career out of it, uh, you know, writing books about iffy history. Mm. And that's kind of what the, what if comics are. And that's kind of, what the what if uh, show is in the context of the MCU. Mm. Now, the other thing that I, I think in the it, at the high level, at the very high level of what they're doing with what if, I don't know if any of these characters will show up in the MCU. Um, offhand, I would say no, but we'll talk. I'll talk more about this in a second. Okay. But one of the things that Loki that they introduce in Loki is, or that they really reinforce in Loki is the multiverse, right? That was kind of the thing at the end is that there were all these alternate dimensions and alternate Lokis and the TVA is responsible for for maintaining the sacred timeline. But there are all these alternate dimensions out there where different things happen. And we we see that, we see Kid Loki. Kid Loki is the one who killed Thor as a child before he got pruned. And, you know, there's classic Loki who, instead of, instead of fighting Thanos, like, you know, Tom Hiddleston's Loki does, he runs and hides uh, and, and so an alligator Loki and so on. And so I think part of this is they're reinforcing the idea of this multiverse. And at the end of it, in the, in the last two episodes, they introduce the concept that the barriers between the multiverses can be broken and that people can cross over. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I really cared for that in the context of this show. Mm -hmm. And because the first, 
I'm looking at the, the episode list right now. Okay. So if the first seven episodes are self-contained one shots, right? It's mm. what, what if there were zombies? What if Dr. So, Strange, Dr. So, Strange's girlfriend dies and he, you know, instead of losing use of his hands. I, I, before you go any further, I don't consider, I like, I, I get they, they did do the Marvel zombies as a, what if, but the Marvel zombies were never a, what if series, which was, which kind of irks me a little bit because it was a series that was just, it was a, it was a, its own thing. It wasn't a, what if it was just Marvel zombies and they were great. And they did. Okay. Well, but, but they, they, they bring them in for a very specific reason. I mean, because they, they show up in the in the, the last episode. So elements of all of the episodes are, are brought together at the end. Yeah. Where, where they have where they have the, the crossover between all of the between the, the first seven episodes. And then because the, 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 the watcher interacts and there's their yes. shattering. Yeah. Right. So. So I, that's the only, that's my only beef with it conceptually. But like I said, I. I am, I, I hope, I, or I shouldn't say I hope, I would not be surprised if some of these alternate characters are integrated into the MCU. We already have one, right? Gamora. The, 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 the Gamora from the alternate timeline is in the MCU mm-hmm. because uh, Gamora, prime Gamora, she died on Vormir in Infinity War. And at the end of at the end of Endgame, there is a Gamora who never knew Star Lord running around. So, in some ways, the, the timeline has already crossed. They've brought in an alternate dimension uh, character, um, you know. And then with with Loki series, and when they eventually get around to to introducing Kang the Conqueror, you know, maybe they'll bring some of these other characters in. Um, I, I was very impressed that they got a good number of the main MCU character uh, actors to to be their voice talent. And some of the characters, I don't know if it was an availability issue or if they didn't want to pay Robert Downey Jr.'s fee or or what. Um, or well, they didn't, didn't get John to... Batista either for Drax. Dave Batista? Yeah. No. Did, did I not say Dave? Did I? What did I say? You said John. I did say John, didn't I? My bad. Sorry, Dave. But yes, Dave Batista. You know, but, but they got Haley Atwell. They got Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Um, they got they got Stanley Tucci. I'm I'm just going down the list. You know, so so they got a, a bunch of the people. But then but then they bring in some other like A level voice talent. Uh, Fred uh, Tata. Well, the the guy who soldier seventy six in Overwatch. I can't ever say his name. Mm. Um, and uh, and also I. It was also very nice. This was Chadwick Boseman's last appearance in the MCU. It, that's it, a little heartbreaking to think about. It, it, it is, uh, you know, to know that you know he 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 kept his he kept his diagnosis of cancer secret from basically everyone. I mean, you, you talk to people like actors who were in movies with him, and they're like, "We didn't know," but looking back, we can see that oh, he he was very tired or something like that, and they're like, "We didn't know he was fighting cancer," and. And so to be able to hear his hear Chadwick Boseman again, uh, uh, that was very touching. And and then you realize that the, at the end of the last episode, you're like, that's his final performance. It, um, and it was it was very well the the episode. What if he was star? What if it was a different Star Lord? 
Yes. And it was a it was a well done episode. And it's actually one of my favorites of the series. Um, I yeah. honestly the I what brought me to this series was I was excited about seeing the Marvel zombies, even though it wasn't a what if. Um, it made me excited to watch it. However, the Star Lord, the what if Ultron won, and what if Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Okay. Were like the Doctor Strange one, bar none, is my favorite episode because I don't think anybody in that situation would have acted any differently. It's almost impossible, I feel like. It's like he wanted to save her so badly and she they're just like this is this is not going to happen. This is ha- what is going to happen is going to happen. You have to accept it. And I he he that's rough. That was a tough one to watch. That's a that was a hard pill to swallow. Especially in in cartoon form. That's something I didn't go in expecting them to hit on feels on that level. Uh, well, yeah. and, and you know, and they can do things with the cartoon that you can't in in real life, even with the level of CGI that you have mm. that that we have available. Um, so that that was very. I, I thought it was the. I thought the writing was good. I thought the the story was done very well. I again, my beef with with the series as a whole is that I I don't know that I particularly care for the crossover. Oh, and then the other thing that I also disliked was that in the last episode in in uh in episode nine you meet gamora who is carrying thanos's double blade and then there's tony stark standing next to her in some giant you know some giant iron man costume that we'd never seen before and that's an episode that they just didn't finish in time so those characters when when the watcher plucks her but not stark out of that dimension it's kind of like where did she come from what the hell is that about there was there is a story that should have been told but they didn't finish the episode and so that episode got pushed to season two and so there should have been a 10 episode arc instead of nine interesting and 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 so that that was the to me the only part of the last episode that was just kind of really like what where do where where did where did gamora come from why why is gamora there why is gamora um yeah. but that's but that that ep- well that was because of that was because of I, i'm i read it was because of scheduling and covid and they just couldn't finish the episode yeah. they couldn't get it through post-production in time so that's going to pop up next year and then it's kind of like well i don't know that we really need to see that episode because you know we already know what happens um, yeah i mean i'm curious to see it's i hope this the what if universe stays in the what ifs am i honest i hope it doesn't start playing into the actual mcu would i mind seeing these guys some of these guys pop into the in the mcu live action as like cameo appearance characters of multiverse no i wouldn't be against it but do I think it's something that should probably stay in its own little sandbox? Yes. I agree. Um, just because I feel like it's playing with something that is way too open-ended. 
Um, now you being that you said that we had our first experience with a uh, Gamora being a multiverse character. Uh, now this is a spoiler. Um, and I, I won't even spoil it for you if you don't want me to the, uh, because you haven't seen Venom, the new Venom movie. Uh, you're talking about the end credit scene. Yes. The end credit scene. I, I've heard about it. Okay. Um, so we're, I will give listeners three, two, one. Okay. So the end credit scene is uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, Eddie is hanging out him and Venom. They're in a cabana, just chilling and everything. And the multiverse thing happens. And it's, it's pretty much assumed it's either a, it's, it's either Kang, the, the, the killing of Kang or B it's the Dr. Strange and Spider-Man. Right. Uh, thing, because it, the reason I say it might be the Kang incident is because Peter Parker's on the news and it's that's happening at that moment. Whereas in the trailer for Peter Parker, it's that multiverse, whatever explosion happens after. Okay. That's that, that that's my running theory right now with that, but either way it's venom has been brought in venom and Spider-Man are now actually in a the the first time they've been in together and i say that loosely because he's watching a video of him right in cinematography since the, or the first time in disney history right um okay i i have heard about that um yeah. be, you know with all of the rights fight battles, you know, after Marvel had to sell off all of the all of the most valuable properties back in the '90s, I mean, Disney is—they're going out of their way to bring all of the prodigal properties home. Um, I don't blame them. Well, that's why they bought Fox. They yeah. bought Fox—not why they bought Fox, but that was—I think one of the the major factors in them buying Fox was to get the X Men back and oh, get yeah. the Fantastic Four back. Speaking of X Men, have you gone back and watched the original X Men movie? The first one? Yeah. Not in a while. Go do it. Go do it. I strongly encourage everyone to go back and do it. It is horrible. It has got awful. Like, I went back and recently watched it because I was like, I'm going to, because, you know, they're on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, let me go back right. and watch this. Oh, it's bad. And like, even like Wolverine's hair. <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's bad. Uh, I can but, see that. <clears throat> strongly encourage it, though. <laughs> so bad it's so bad dude uh well i go, go sorry not to get you on a tangent but yes they did they they want to get everybody back in their 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 sandbox right. and uh I, I don't blame them for wanting to do it because that's a lot of money on the table and while sony was able to do an animation version and it's by far one of the best pieces of marvel cinematography i've ever seen especially the fact that they drew the word bagel when he threw a bagel and it hit the scientist in the back of the head. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that little tidbit? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's very well done and it, it, it hits a lot of feels and it brings in miles Morales. And I thought that was amazing. Um, but yeah, nobody does marvel like disney they've got the algorithm down they know how to make a good piece of cinematography and so it's well because because they have the budget i mean that's yeah. the other thing 
I mean, Marvel and Star Wars are the are well, you know, Disney owns both, but that's where they're throwing all of their money uh, because they can, mm-hmm. and and they they've swallowed up a lot of smaller studios. Um, and the other nice thing about Marvel is they have a plan. Yeah, and that's always been that's been their strong suit for, since two thousand and eight, since since Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Um, now, wh- whether they leave What If as its own side project, uh, I, like you, like you, I would be very happy if they did. If if they left it alone, if it was if it were its own self contained little universe, but it it also would not surprise me if some of those characters no, showed like, up. Like I can see. Sharon Carter, Captain America coming into play. Yes. Like you, well, I can see her and I can see, I, I can't see the zombies and obviously we're not going to get T'Challa, but um, right. yeah, it's really the only one I think I could honestly see. Oh, by the way, did you know in every single what if that they featured Iron Man, he dies or Robert Downey Jr. He dies. <laughs> Like, it's like well, well, except for the one where he's with Gamora. But oh, that yes. wasn't the full. Yes, episode. yes, yeah, because you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, th- th- okay. So the things that, th- that they introduce two concepts is that Doctor Strange can break the barriers between the the dimensions, the universes, and so can the Infinity Stones. Yes, because that wasn't something that Thanos. Maybe Thanos just didn't try. Because in what if Ultron won, that's what happens at the end of that is is um, uh, Vision, instead of being stopped uh, by the Avengers, Ultron uploads himself into Vision's body with the Mind Stone. Of course, then that raises another question. Ultron in Vision's body, when Thanos shows up, he just zaps him and cuts him in half. Well, Paul Bettany's Vision, what the hell? Why didn't you do that? Maybe he didn't have the power to. He had the Mind Stone. That's all he had. Yeah, but so counter. Not all of his powers and capabilities were being utilized at the time. And even when we saw in WandaVision, him and Wanda's powers like totally beefed up. Even Loki in the, the, the Loki show, his powers... You got to well, see, like, he was definitely being nerfed a lot. Well, well, to to, to quote Deadpool, uh, that's just lazy writing. But the other, <laughs> it's true. It's but, true. But, the, but the the other thing is, the other the other function of him just killing Thanos, slicing him in half with the Mind Stone. What? And your other argument is that Vision is not as ruthless as Ultron is. Vision may have had the capability of doing that, but he didn't have the will. Whereas Ultron in Vision's body doesn't have any compunction ultron is blowing up the world because he read the internet for five minutes and decided it should you know humanity shouldn't exist but the other the other function of that does is thanos at that point has the other five infinity stones and vision just takes them no i shouldn't say ultron just takes them vision doesn't take them ultron takes the other that's how he gets all of the infinity stones and and at that point then he starts going across the 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 dimensions and just wiping them out one at a time and that's what causes the watcher to intervene. So, but you're right. I, I think uh, Cap- Captain Carter, I think, was a good character. Um, 
uh, that came out of that. Doctor Strange was another good character that I, I think would, you know, we'd be very mm. interested to see. You know, uh, frat boy Thor, I thought was a little less interesting. Um, yeah, I really wasn't, eh. It was like, you know, eh. Right. Yes, I... It was. I think it was supposed to be more of a, a fun, tongue-in-cheek kind yeah. of. Episode. I don't think they were all supposed to be serious. I think some of them were right. just like it was sure. like the the, the what ifs. So, right. but but taking everything that you've seen in what if, what would you on a scale of one to ten? How would you rate the series? I'd probably give it a seven. I mean, it's 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 You're good. Generous. You're generous. I was going to give it. I, I said I was going to say a five or a six. Like it's it's not great because not every. Like, I don't expect every episode to be a zinger, but be, considering we only got like what nine, 10 episodes, 30 nine. minutes a piece, 20, 30 minutes a piece, right. um, I would have expected a little bit more out of them. And maybe we didn't get that because of the COVID, because you we were missing an episode. Um, I feel like it was a hit or miss with whether or not the episode was going to be a good watch like i said i did i wasn't into the captain america one um the doctor strange one was amazing uh the t'challa one was amazing zombies was eh? well i i think you know the thing with the mcu is is and i, th I think i mentioned this before the, the thing with the the thing that makes the mcu interesting and compelling is mm. that there's always another step so mm -hmm. even if you don't particularly care for Ant-Man, for example, you kind of have to know at least what's going on in the Ant-Man movie because it's going to pay off three movies later. Yeah. At its heart, if you take what if as a standalone, each episode of what if as a standalone uh, episode, mm. it kind of loses its impact because you know once it's over, it's done. Um, and then the next week you're going to go on to something else. I think where they try where they brought everything together and tried to make it into a single narrative with with seven with eight parts episodes 1 through 8 and then tied them all up in episode 9 I think they tried to bring in a little bit of of MCU narrative because otherwise what you have is um, Star Wars Visions and I don't, have you been watching Star Wars Vision? I haven't had a chance. No, I want to, though. That is on my list. Now, here's the other thing. I will mention this. I think part of the problem with What If is they're only using characters that we've already seen. I think, I don't know if we were discussing that or if I had heard it was discussing with somebody else, that they're only using characters that they have, that we have seen in cinematography. They're not using anybody that we have. There's no Adam Warlock. There's yes. no like we we know it's been confirmed now. He is definitely coming in uh Galaxy 3. Right. Uh so you know, we're not seeing anybody that hasn't been played with already. Right. Well, right, because the the what if show is is solely has to do with the MCU. Mm. It's and it's and it's only the MCU version of those characters. That's why there's no Fantastic Four. That's yep. why there's no Silver Surfer. That's why they're, you know, like you were talking about all these other characters that we haven't seen before. That's why there are no X-Men. Yeah. Um, wh whereas the comic books, the, the, the what if comics. There's tons. They, there's like, they, I think there's like 22 well, they, volumes. All, right. All of the, all of the MCU, all of the uh, MCU, all of the Marvel characters were fair game for the what if comics. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I kind of understand that, uh, that, that what they're doing and, 
you know, the other thing is they're trying to get, they're trying to generate content to keep people subscribed to Disney plus. Um, and so in order to do that, they're only going to use characters that you've seen in an MCU movie. Now, going forward, if there's a what if season two, season three, in the next round, they could have characters from Black Widow. They could have uh, characters from, you know, the upcoming Eternals movie. They could do more with, with Spider-Man. They could do more with some of these other characters uh, that they're going to be introducing in phase four. Ooh, so, what if Agatha became the Scarlet Witch? Sure. Yes. Oh, that would be a good one. Right. Well, and, and you know, and, and Scarlet Witch, uh, I don't I don't know what they're going to do with her. But the, at the end of Wanda, at the end of WandaVision, it looked like they were kind of setting her up to be a villain or an antihero or to have some sort of turn. I bet you she so based on what we've seen, for, especially from the trailer. So she was reading the book, right? She was sitting there reading and learning everything because was it confirmed that was that okay? Was it? I thought it was going to be like the Necronomicon or something. That's what it was. No, it it was the dark hole that she got her hands on at the end of one division. Um, and she looks up, right? What if that is her realizing Stephen Strange did something really screwed up? Like that is where that situation happens. Like it times up perfectly where she's sitting there reading and all of a sudden like oh crap and realizes something's happening with the multi or it could be her realizing Kang just got freaking killed right or or her uh, realizing that she can change reality i mean hmm. you know she, she is i think you know they were talking about uh kevin feige i saw in an interview somebody asked him who's the most powerful avenger and his answer was scarlet witch oh yeah well she's and, always been stupid op too that's the great thing sure yes i mean she made all but 198 mutants go away in the marvel (laughs) comics i mean and and so and then i think they said after her is uh is a captain marvel um but so so i mean they have options uh i I would be happy if they left what if just to be its own its own side project but if if I, i like i was like we were both saying it would not surprise me if some versions of these characters show up in other capacities as well yeah so you know what i think this is a uh, good spot to wrap this up um so any final thoughts on what if besides i mean like i said you just gave me i think a great wrap up right well i'm, I'm i am looking forward to season two um you know and uh, i you know i mentioned star wars visions if you haven't watched star wars visions it's it's very interesting you have to really like anime to get into Star Wars Visions because it's made in a very, it, they're all, uh, uh, I think they're all Japanese filmmakers and each of the episodes is only 10 or 15 minutes long, they're, but they're all, they're all self-contained. They tell a, a different story. They're, they're done in different styles. Uh, either you like them or you don't. And that's what I kind of thought that uh, what if was going to be. I yeah. thought each episode was going to be a self-contained thing. And then, like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't until the end that they tried to wrap them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like those are the, right. But those are the, the Star Wars vision stories are kind of side stories. They're not canon. They're explicitly not canon. And if they can, you're see, telling me the lightsaber umbrella is not canon. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it looks, it looks really cool. It does uh, look. And, and some of the, some of the, what some of the Star Wars vision stories are better than others. Um, some of them I just didn't care for because I didn't like the style. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't make them bad. 
but I, because I, I think there are stories to be told. I think there are what if stories to be told. Um, it's just a question of how do they fit into the MCU roadmap, if at all. And if they don't, let's just go out and have fun with them. And if Absolutely. they do, I'd be interested to see how they, how they, how they, uh, I, yeah, I like I said, I, I like them in their own sandbox, but make them fit into the big MCU only if it seems practical and it's going to look good. If not, let them play in their own sandbox. That's how I see it. Um, other than that, I recommend people go out and watch it. Enjoy it mm -hmm. for what it yes. is. It's it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, definitely take it as tongue in cheek. You know, it's right. it's what if. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is a good spot to wrap up. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Audible or Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod and on Twitter at NerdDNAPodcast and on Twitch at NerdDNAPodcast. And as always, I'm your host, Steve Pugh. Joined with me tonight is the wonderful and amazing David Perry. Uh, do you want to have the final word? He's <laughs> not even going to say anything. He's going to shake your head. No. <laughs> well, thank you and good night. Thank you. <laughs>